Welcome to Gross Anatomy. Hi, Lauren Taylor. Are we live? We are live with Gross Anatomy Podcast, where we are getting another co-host, but Dr. Cohen finally, finally watched the entire series, The Last of Us. So we wanted to, to discuss the medical ending of the show. Yeah. And before we do that, though, Lauren Taylor, <laughs> this is a very sad. sad I, don't know. I feel like it's not really our last corner. one. So let's not make it that. I'll just do it's them for not fun. our last one. Yeah. I'll just do them for fun when something interesting comes up. Okay. You're going to, and, and you're still staying on as a uh, pseudo producer advisor. Yes. We can still do like 15 minute ones where we talk about things we love for fun. Oh, I love that. 15 minutes of things we love for fun with Lauren yes. Taylor. Guest episodes. <laughs> I love that. That's a great thing. And there you go. We just figured it out. You're like going to be the Steve Martin from Saturday Night Live. He was never an official cast member, but he was on the show all the time as if he was a cast member. That was That's him? Gonna... Okay. I can't remember if it was him or Martin Short. Martin Steve Short was a real cast member. It was okay. Steve Martin. Okay. Yeah. You're Steve. the Steve Martin of Gross Anatomy Podcast. I'll take that. That's cool. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Thanks. All right. Well, we're coming to you on a Saturday. Um, all right. Let's just get into it. You want to? I do. But before before we start, you start asking me questions about The Last of Us, I want you to know, you and I, I mean, I want everybody to know that you and I don't like scary movies. So I want to, we're scary shows. So I actually want to talk about that a little bit first, okay. if you don't mind. No. Of course not. It was kind of scary for me. Yes. It it was like it was more of a thriller than like a horror, though. I kind of thought. What do you think? Well, I kind of love hated the episode where they show us the flashback of how she got infected. The girl, you know, with her good friend in the, in the arcade. Yeah. Club. Yeah. That I one was hated how stressful, suspenseful, scary it was. That's a good point. That one was definitely more like a scary movie. But that then was it wasn't my favorite episode, probably because of that. Right. But then it wasn't that scary, but I hated how suspenseful scary it was. And I had trouble watching it a little. We had to cut it up. Uh, I had to watch it in 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 uh, segments. I think I did, too. I think I looked at the floor a lot. So, yeah, maybe I'm just pretending like I wasn't scared. But now thinking back, that that one did stress me out as well, because you knew it was coming. And that's like every scary movie. You know, it's coming. You just don't know exactly when. Wow. And the other thing is, I I don't often luckily have nightmares. But one night I had a nightmare because of this show. Like we were almost done watching the show. And I actually woke up and I told Bernice, I'm like, we have to finish watching this because I had a nightmare last night. It was zombie related and I was like stuck and I couldn't move. And it was like the scariest dream. I don't, that's all I remember. Like there was some zombie stuff going on mm-hmm. and I couldn't move. I, I was like, you know, like paralyzed kind of thing. It was terrifying. So I'm yeah. so happy I'm done watching it. Yeah. You know what? The, I think it might've been the first episode or the second episode. I had a bad dream too. It was when the girl died, his friend, Joel's friend died. Um, and then that one zombie like put like a fungus into her mouth. It was like mouth to mouth fungus. Oh, that like really disturbed yeah. me for a long time. That was a little sexy actually though. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I was like, please drop that lighter. Please, please blow up this place. I can't watch this. I movie. know that was kind of creepy, gross. Yeah, that was definitely gross anatomy. 
But yeah, so then you finally made it to the end. What do you think about the series as a whole? Or should we just get into the ending first? Whatever you want. It is up to you, Lauren Taylor. All right. Well, let's just get into the end. I'm going to tell you. So on Reddit, there are a lot of like supposed medical residents. I guess they probably have like a group that were just like talking about the ethics of the ending and like how could Joel make this choice between one girl and the fate of humanity? So obviously there's spoilers, but I feel like most everyone's finished the show by now. But right. so um, don't listen to our episode if you haven't right. watched the whole show. Right. Spoiler so, alert. Right. So Joel goes on a killing spree, shooting dozens of the rebels, fireflies to save Ellie from a, a lethal procedure. The debate between the medical residents is basically like, could they have done something else? Or is it even ethical to perform a non-survival surgery on a minor to save mankind from cordyceps, which is the fungus? I mean, what do you think about just when the firefly told Joel, like, we're going to kill her, but we're going to save humanity. Did you think that's okay? No, no. I mean, if it was my kid or, or someone who I treated like my kid and the world were that messed up, I probably would have done the same thing as Joel, I think. I I have to admit. That's exactly what I thought. I, yeah, I think you and I have a darker take on the world because that's exactly what I thought. I was like, it's so messed up anyways, but I think everyone else had a problem with it. Like my dad had a problem with it. Like, how could he go on this? How could he do that? And I was like, well, what if it was me? What if it was literally your daughter? And he was like, well, that's different. And I was like, but But it was his daughter. Yeah. And the truth is, is, there was no guarantee that it was going to work, the cure. And then the world would still be messed up and he'd have no daughter and he'd still be alive. So, you know, it'd be one thing if they said it actually, it still wouldn't matter to me, but if they said hundred percent, we could fix this, mm-hmm. you know, at least then, you know, I'd be upset that I killed everybody, but I'd still kill everybody. Right. Um, but they, yeah, the way that she told him, I guess she figured Joel didn't care about the girl because the way that she told him was just like kind of evil too. Like, you know, this is just, she's going to die and you have to live with it. Right. Right. Exactly. She didn't realize that he had found his soul a little bit. Yeah. He found a new daughter. Well, the other question I have is what if, what if you got there and they said, guess what? We don't need the girl. We need your brain. Would you give up your brain? Would you be like, okay, I'll sacrifice myself. That that was the thought I was having. I Well, I think, yeah. Maybe, but I think another problem, I mean, it's obviously a TV show, but like they showed the room where she was having that procedure and it didn't look like they were going to be able to do anything uh, medically. Like they just had her on a bed. These medical residents were like, where's like the machines to like x-ray or do any kind of like other thing besides kill her? It just Well, that was basically what it was going to be. It wasn't, it was basically going to be, they were killing her to get her brain out. And that's all they were, you know, they didn't have anything complex in there. It was basically put her down so she doesn't feel anything, shave her, her, you know, saw her skull off and get her brain. Yeah. But yeah, I guess it would have helped people believe it more if there was like somewhere that they could put it or like you saw some kind of medical, but I mean, it's a TV. And a whole team, like there should have been like a whole team of people there ready to work on it too. There was just one lame looking doctor. Right. And I guess the doctor didn't look that old to people either. So they were like, he probably was only a resident by the time this fungus took over. So they didn't know, you know, like, what could he possibly know about doing this procedure? Yeah. I mean, I guess you have a lot of time to read books. You have 20 years to read medical books, I guess. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. 
My my thought though was, and, and I I'm wondering if you're asking, might there have been an easier way to not kill her and take a little teeny drop of her brain? Like that, you know, could they have figured that out in all that time? Let's right. let's maybe somehow figure out a a, a non-lethal way to get a drop of her brain. Well, this uh, Reddit user says, and why not a spinal tap to see if it grows cordyceps and use that for your vaccine? That's what I was thinking too. Exactly. Could they just do a spinal tap and, and do that as well? Yeah. Or try anything else besides like, we have to kill her. Right. But, exactly. Uh, or maybe do like something called transphenoidal. They could, they could do pituitary surgery sometimes through going through like the area between the nose and the top of the teeth kind of thing, like with a giant kind of, uh, you know, some kind of incision needle kind of thing. Could they've done it that way? Yeah. I feel like they, I don't, yeah, I feel like they probably could have and Joel made the right call. Cause I don't think this team knew what they were doing. Right. They would have had no clue. But so then the question after that is like, I mean, it should have been Ellie's choice, I guess, if she just, if she, but she's a minor. Yeah, I guess that's true. So I, I'm kidding. I mean, you know, these <laughs> days that's all relative. Like, did, did did that world of minors even count anymore? There, right? Isn't she supposed to be like 14, 14 or 15? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, she would have wanted. She she would have wanted to give her life for it. Obviously, I guess so. I think that's going to be season two. It's going to be yeah. her finding out and all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. I you know I didn't realize that the whole show was based on a video game. Did you? Yes. Well, I read about it and I was, I mean, that's kind of why I thought I wouldn't like it at all. I was like, it's zombies and it's a video game. But then I was like, I love Pedro Pascal. So I started watching it and then I got into it. Right. It was basically Game of Thrones part two. Yeah, it kind of was. I don't know how long this show is going to go on for. I kind of hope it's just like two and done. There's definitely going to be a second season. That's for sure. Yes. And it follows the video game where they skip, I think five years. It's going to be five years later. Right, she's 18 or something now, right? Or 19. So we see what happens, I assume, when she finds out what Joel did. Exactly. But did you notice anything else? Like, we started the show because of, like, the setup of, like, hospitals and everything being wrong. And, like, was there anything, like, obviously wrong when you saw Joel go into that uh, hospital room? You know, it was just such a quick thing there was there were just three people in the room with her two nurses that he let live you know one must have been an it may have been an anesthesiologist or a nurse putting her to sleep one other nurse so there weren't even enough people there probably to help him with the unless they were literally just going to put her down to kill her and take her brain out then i guess it doesn't matter so much you know then then they wouldn't have cared so but it was really bare bones that room it was super bare bones i know i feel like these at least medical viewers would have uh, would have appreciated something more in that room this one person was like wondering about her anesthesia and her subsequent lack of ventilation once joel picked her up and like wondering where the tube is like i don't know i don't know how you doctors watch these shows but yeah i thought it happened very quick too i didn't notice any of that yeah and then it was amazing how it took her so long to wake up like she didn't wake up until she was in the car with him that That's kind of weird. You know, when you turn off anesthesia, most of the time you wake up at least initially fairly quickly. Do you? Okay. So see, I didn't know that. So I just went. But it depends what they were giving, you know, it depends. And it depends how deep she was, but it definitely took a real, I mean, maybe she was just exhausted and needed a good sleep. You know, it's hard to say for sure, which is probably the case too. She's been through a lot. So yeah. 
Yeah, my medical ahead. thought about the show that I thought you wanted to talk about was how he got better so so easily after getting stabbed in the abdomen and how she injected the penicillin into his wound. So so that was the part though that that I thought was interesting how he got better from that from being septic and infected with just a couple of doses of her shoving penicillin into his wound. Oh, okay, no, but let's get into that. So I think that was the episode before the last maybe. I think that was yeah. I don't know it was the crazy episode with the cannibals. Yeah. Okay. So that episode, yes, let's talk about how he got better. Because how would you, I wouldn't know how to inject someone either if they were like suffering from that wound they were going to die from. Do you actually stick it like in their wound or like right above? Like how would you? No, that, that I, I think, you know, not having any clue, that was kind of reasonable, but you want it going intravenously. You know, you want it going, so you want to try to put a tourniquet on, find a vein and inject it into someone's bloodstream. So it affects, you know, mm. treats the whole body. Just injecting it into the wound, I don't know how, I mean, I think it'll help, it might help a little, but it's not gonna treat the whole body. My guess is, you know, if you wanna take it a step, you know, really think it through is, she was injecting it pretty deep into that wound. So maybe she got super lucky and it went inside of her abdomen, inside of his abdomen, without perforating his intestine because that oh my God. you know and like and and that's the question how did the stab wound not perforate his intestine it probably did and somehow he got you know who the heck knows um so maybe the stab her injections went into the abdomen which is bathed in a fluid called peritoneal fluid and that fluid gets absorbed to the whole body. That's how some patients, believe it or not, get dialysis. Rather than intravenously, they in, instill the dialysis liquid into someone's abdomen, and then it kind of equilibrates into someone's entire body, you know, the fluid, the salt balance and everything, and then they drain it. So maybe that's how, you know, if you want to kind of science it out, maybe she got was able to somehow get it into his peritoneum into his abdominal cavity and somehow it got absorbed into his whole system that is very interesting i like how you think it through uh the real way the real way it would go and i i was just looking at, i was thinking like oh i guess if this ever happened to me maybe i should just inject it by the wound and that's not no i should not do that i didn't even think about the intestines or like what you could hit you're so right i don't think that way yeah so that's that's the stuff i was thinking and thought you wanted to discuss until i saw the very final episode you know but i thought that's what we were going to be because i knew you said oh we want to discuss it you know so that was the thing i was kind of wondering a little well, how would you do that though? Like, so I've never given anyone a shot in a vein. Would I really just look for a vein and just hope to hit it? Like, couldn't I do damage that way? Yeah, or it would be hard to. So, so I think it was very, in hindsight, you know, not knowing anything, I think that's a reasonable thing that she did. And, you know, it'll possibly treat and sterilize the wound, but whether or not it's going to get in, and it may work, there's probably some absorption into the whole body and who knows how much she gave and this and that. So, I, I mean, it's possible, um, but, you know, we used to use a lot of antibiotic irrigation solutions when we would do surgery, and a lot of the hospitals stopped us from doing it because there's no really good data that that necessarily helps decrease wound infections and things like that. So, um, you know, just sprinkling antibiotics around a wound doesn't necessarily help, but I mean, you know, like even antibiotic ointments and creams, you know, when you put neosporin or polysporin, I, I don't know how well those really work either, other than more just keeping it moist and hydrated. Mm -hmm. I was always curious about that too. 
These are good tips. I'm preparing for the end of the world now. Right, right. Just in case I need this knowledge. I really appreciate you sharing this, Dr. Cohen. But I think not knowing anything, I think injecting it into the wound is reasonable. Fear was she injected it really deep and Mm -hmm. could have done more harm. Like I would have injected it like superficially around the wound, like maybe, but unless, you know, but maybe putting it into the peritoneum was the way to go. So who knows? (laughs) Who knows? Interesting. Anything else medically that you want to talk about? It's a little scary, you know, real world. There was recently in the news some fungal outbreak. Did you hear about that? I saw Um, the headline and I just like couldn't even click on it. I was like, I don't think my I can handle this information right now. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So uh, and, and I don't know if it was in animals that they thought couldn't. But but who knows? So, you know, I don't think fungus will cause us to turn into zombies, but. I think a lot of us feel like just got, having gone through this, quote, pandemic, we're not far from whatever the next thing is going to be. That is exactly how I feel. That's probably why I didn't read that article. I was like, oh, no. Yeah. Just bury your head in the sand. I think that's the best way to go. Well, it's like we're just all coming back and everyone's, you know, outside and together. And I'm like, I can't, I can't handle this information. Yeah. But my theory is we got to live until we die. True. I think so, too. Yeah. And there you go. There you go. But yes. So overall, what do you think of the show? You watch, you're going to watch season two. I will watch season two. I think partly because I do like those two actors and characters and, and, you know, it's interesting and all of that. Um, I don't know, had both you and Liat, my daughter, not been like so pressing to watch it. I don't know if I would have necessarily watched it on my own. There are a lot of other things I may have, you know, I still really want to watch, um, but I'm happy I watched it. It's okay. not the greatest show. It's not Game of Thrones. No, but medical ethics, you would not have, you wouldn't have taken that girl's life. I would have done the same thing that he did. Okay. Uh, actually, I wouldn't have done the same thing as I did because I would have gotten killed immediately. <laughs> I, I would not have been that successful. But you believe him, or at least I do. I was like, as soon as they told Joel that, I was like, oh, watch out. Exactly. Yeah. I think one of the things I liked and everybody liked so much about the show is it kind of feels like a Western and everybody's kind of into that whole Western thing right now. 1883, 1923, Yellowstone. It kind of had that Western-y, you know, John Wayne or um, Jimmy Stewart uh, or or these current Western Kevin Costner kind of feel. And I think that's what appealed to everybody, myself included. Yeah, I can see it feeling like a little like a Western, especially at the end. Yeah. When they're riding on the horse too, you know, the scenes on the horse. True. I think season two is not coming to like 2025. I think they're going to take a long time with it. So we'll see. We'll have a new pandemic by that by the time that no. happens. God forbid. We'll have a special episode. I'll be back. <laughs> yeah. well, all right. Well, thank you. I wanted to get your update on that. Thank you, Lauren, Lauren Taylor. I, I so appreciate you. Um, thank you so much for launching Gross Anatomy with me and being part of this Gross Anatomy journey. Uh, I don't think we, I, I know I couldn't have done it without you. And I, and I really appreciate you. And I'm going to, and, and I'm happy that you said you're still going to be around for what, it, what did you call it? I liked how you kind of said it. I think we should call it that. What did I say? Things I like or no? Something I gotta. You're gonna have to listen to the episode so (laughs) so we could so we could say it. Okay. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Tune in next time when our new host Ali Sorella 
joins us. That's it for this week. Thanks for listening to Gross Anatomy and be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you can check out more episodes on the evolving sights, smells, and sounds of medicine. Gross Anatomy is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition.